You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. Live from Tiger Den Studios here on the campus of East Texas Baptist University, this is the ETPU Sportsnet pregame show presented by our sponsors at Marshall Hometown Tire. We are coming to you live as in a matter of moments, our ETPU women's basketball team will be having another conference game following an exciting win over McMurray University on Thursday night. I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Kong alongside with Mark T. Robinson. And Mark, got to tell you what, man, the women's team, we always knew they were good, but last night or Thursday Thursday, they really showed how great they were when they played well together. Yeah, they showed shades of that championship team from 2017-18 season with the defense. They held McMurray to 18% shooting and 10 field goals, 10 of 54 for the game. Man, stifling. And the scary thing about it, Kenny, was the fact that they didn't shoot very well, just 39% themselves, but... They were still able to come out with the W. That's always impressive. Talk about an incredible performance, man. You almost look like you're about to lose your voice here for a I second. was. I was. I was choked up. It's <laughs> well, just so well, beautiful that, to see winning basketball. I know. <laughs> it's so exciting when you see teams play so well. But that, of course, was ETPU against McMurray. We'll get more into that in a matter of moments. As a matter of fact, we'll get to it just about right now. Yes, indeed, the Tigers did hold their opposition to under 20% from the field. 10 field goals as well. But the key thing I really thought was that the McMurray University Warhawks, they only had one quarter in which they scored more than and double di- or more than 10 points on the way to victory. Now, of course, the ETPU Tigers, a little bit of a slow first quarter, but once the second quarter got underway, that's when they really started to take off. They only had one double-digit scorer in Haley Fiesler, who finished with 13 points. So the ETPU Tigers were able to have an all-around brand of basketball right there. And that's the kind of performance that if ETPU keeps up, they could be a legitimate threat to win the conference championship this year. Yeah, I feel like every year they're always in the mix. They're always one of those teams that you have to watch out for, especially this year with the guard-heavy play. And Haley Fiesler had a chance to talk to her after the game, and she said that she is just a little bit more confident this year, has been really working on her outside shot, has been working on her post game. She's done a great job of sealing herself into the post and receiving that entry pass. She was effective last night. The team crushed McMurray on the glass, 54-31 to effort. It was great to see, and I think if they bring a little bit more of that fire for Saturday, it's going to be a W, another one in the books. Well, it will be a hard-fought W if that is the case because the ETPU women's basketball team will be having their rematch against Hardin-Simmons University. Last time these two teams played, both teams were undefeated. The Tigers were 7-0. and They were taking on a Hardin-Simmons squad that was coming in ranked highly on the offensive side, but it was ETPU's defense that ultimately pulled through with a 64-50 victory on the road as well. Now, of course, that game did not count towards the conference, and given the fact that Hardin-Simmons felt like they didn't really play their best game. They got one thing on their mind, and that's revenge. So definitely going to be another hard-fought game as now. Now, Mark, obviously, if you're ETPU, you had this convincing win against Harden-Simmons the last time where you beat him by 14 points, but it was mainly because of your defense. How do you think you should approach Harden-Simmons knowing full well that they got that game in the back of their mind and they're looking forward to making a big statement that that game was just a one-time thing? 
Well, one of the things that Harden Simmons is going to have on their mind is some revenge because just on Thursday night, they lost to Letourneau. 80 to 65. It was a convincing loss. It wasn't like a one or two point type of game. So they're going to come in here extra motivated after dropping two in a row. And here's the other thing as well is that they felt like they weren't at full strength at the time when they played ETBU on December 19th. And actually, you talk about the approach. I caught up with head coach Blake Arbogast, a couple of players as well, and Kaya Williams, Kennedy White, and Molly Dittmar. And uh, they had this to say about the approach to Saturday's matchup. Yeah, we're just going to come out and approach it like we do every game. We're going to try to make our defensive energy and stops transition into great offense. Uh, we're going to really focus on the rebound battle, trying to win it on both the defensive and offensive end. Another factor in us winning uh, the Saturday game against Harden-Simmons will be creating our own atmosphere for sure. Um, I feel like us with our energy and um, what we create on the court, offensively, defensively, as well as on the bench and having our home crowd behind us will help us get the dub. The big thing is, is it's a great team. It was fun when we were there. It's two great teams getting after it. It's going to be an atmosphere and competing. And that's what's fun, um, going in every day, being able to compete. So um, should be a good one. Um, we strongly encourage to get some ETBU fans out here and support and hopefully get Ornelas rocking like it can. And um, just to have an atmosphere is going to be fun and should be a good one. And so, of course, after the big win, it was 64 to 50 or so, still a defensive type of game. They feel like the energy and the atmosphere that not only they create on the bench, but – from the home crowd as well, will kind of help carry them through. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. I hope it's as close to a packed house as we can get due to COVID, but uh, it should be a fun one, a fun one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. With uh, Saturday, of course, and given the fact that we have all these COVID-19 protocols, fans, of course, are still required to wear a mask and maintain a distance of no fewer than six feet as well. But obviously, folks, when it comes to the ETBU and the American Southwest Conference Division, Harden-Simmons always has a great mindset. Now, you think back to Harden-Simmons' head coach, who used to be the head coach at UT Tyler, another respected program as well. She definitely will have her girls ready to play as well. Now, one other thing that we should be a note. This is the best start in ETBU basketball history. They're 9-0 and so far. A win for them would make it 10-0, and the longest winning streak in program history, to say the least. As right now, it's going to be about trying to maintain composure, maintain consistency, because we all know how tough the American Southwest Conference is. But I'm just kind of curious as to how much, a pre how hard is it to kind of keep your focus on you know, trying to maintain this winning streak while at the same time understanding that you're going to get everybody's best uh, games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's just face it. When you're 9-0, there's a target on your back. They want to be that team that kind of hands of that first loss. So if ETBU isn't careful, and I think they pretty much have this kind of, you know, this part figured out in that, they're not really worried about the win streak necessarily because they know that, you know, it's just within the process of a long season. So I don't think it's going to be heavy on their mind. However, they are going to be mindful of the fact that this is a Harden Simmons team that, you know, historically looking at it, they've lost to them uh, 14 or so times. I think they're 8 and 22 all time, but 
they took the last one, and with Harden Simmons dropping their last two, kind of makes it seem like they're a little vulnerable at this point. But if you're ETBU, the one thing that you have to continue to focus on is defensive intensity. That always kind of creates extra offensive opportunities for them. Winning the rebounding battle, like Molly Dittmore uh, kind of alluded to there, and bringing the energy and that effort. That's always going to be a big part uh, of what they do. And I think that when they put all that together, it's definitely going to lead to some success for them. We could see 10-0 after this weekend. Well, in fact, that is a good point. But Harden Simmons did come in ranked third in the conference as far as scoring is concerned, averaging 75.7 points per game. Of course, Brittany uh, Shambo was a key factor in the game against ETBU the last time. She had 13 points as well. She does average 13.7, which is sixth in the conference. So Harden Simmons, they do have their fair share of players as well. But, Mark, if I were to ask you, what you think are the keys to ETBU coming away with the win as well, knowing full well that they just got back, they had a game, you know, wiped some of that rust off from the Christmas break. How in the world do you think, how will they be able to come up with the win? Well, here is some of the keys that I think is going to be uh, vital for ETBU coming into that matchup is um, generating transition points you don't want to keep it at a half court type of game with a defense like Harden Simmons because if you do it's going to be playing more into their hands they want to keep you out of transition so getting in a transition is going to be key generating easy points inside one of the things that ETBU has to continue to build on is the fact that they're a smaller team than we're used to so getting points on the inside from uh, Dittmar and uh, Haley Fiesler as well that's going to be crucial. And the guard play, the three-point shot, how they're going to continue to get looks out of their sets, get looks in transition from three. Uh, I'm looking for them to kind of pick up that percentage. They were four for 20 uh, in the McMurray game. But like you said, wiping off a little rust from the Christmas break. So I expect them to kind of start to find their footing. And winning it on the defensive end, hold Harden Simmons to 57 points or less. I think that is going to be crucial coming into this ASC matchup. Well, you heard it from Mark T. Robinson, of course. Got to be defensive. Got to make sure you get into transition. And let's just make sure that ETPU puts on a great defensive effort. That's going to conclude things for our ETPU Sportsnet pregame show. I'm going to be on the mic calling the game as well. But we will have more afterwards. So, folks, sit back, relax, and enjoy this contest as ETPU takes on the Cowgirls of Hardin-Simmons. At Whataburger. How do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese, because of course. That's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time pico de gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Um, the Tiger Den Studios here on the campus of East Texas Baptist University. This is the ETPU Sportsnet pregame show presented by our sponsor at Marshall Hometown Tire. And folks, American Southwest Conference basketball is underway. And we had a thriller last night as the ETPU men's basketball team came away with a big win. And today they will be having another tough test when they welcome in the Cowboys of Hardin-Simmons University. I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Klein alongside, as always, my colleague in crime, Mark T. Robinson. And Mark, 
We got a little reminder last night of why the American Southwest Conference should get a lot of credit for its competitiveness amongst all teams. Yeah, and that was on full display, like you said, last night. I mean, they came out, and it was a it was a dogfight. Not early on. It looked like ETBU was going to pull away with it. It was 31-14, to 14, but then McMurray went on a big run to end uh, the first half. Kind of like ETBUS, so to speak, because – They've been the ones getting out to the slow starts, but started out fast, had to battle back, ended up being a great win, 77-72. And the big thing was that they won it from the free throw line, 36-20. to ETBU was 28-36 of from the line, 78%. And that helped them carry them to the win. And, hey, with conference underway, you get you want to get wins any way you can. That's what head coach uh, Chris Lovell was uh, speaking of last night. Absolutely. Of course, ETB will definitely be able to get themselves another tough test as they take on a Hardin-Simmons basketball team. Now, folks, the last time ETPU took on the Cowboys of Hardin-Simmons University, they were down in Abilene, Texas. And, you know, it was one of those situations where the Tigers did get off to a pretty good start, but then Hardin-Simmons just sort of took over the game as well. The game, of course, wound up being a seven-point victory, but there was a period where ETPU sort of had control or sort of was in the contest. They were in the mix. It was a very close game. But I think what ultimately came down to the fact was that Chris Haynes, with about seven minutes left to go, he fouled out of the game, unfortunately, and his absence really kind of hurt the Tigers in a post game as well. So... Obviously, that was a few weeks ago, and a lot has happened since then. The Tigers, of course, getting a big win, but they have to go up against a Harden-Simmons team who, surprisingly, everyone, by knocking off Laternal University by six points on the game Thursday night. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting to see how ETBU fares against the Cowboys. Yeah, one of the things that kind of stood out to me about Harden-Simmons is the fact that they are a team that is uh, – very well put together. The chemistry is there. They've played together now for uh, three-plus seasons, so uh, they're used to what their head coach is trying to implement out there on the floor. So it is going to be uh, quite an interesting matchup. You know, you got a new team in ETBU that is going to be taking the floor under head coach Chris Lovell. Then you got a team that is experienced, and they've kind of been on the map before. They've kind of been here. So – it's going to be a, a, a tough task to kind of get Harden Simmons kind of out of their game, kind of out of their element. ETBU uh, can push the pace against them. And last time they had two 20-point scores in Landon Brown and Chris Haynes. Haynes had 21. It's going to be questionable whether or not he's going to be ready to go on uh, today's matchup. And then Landon Brown with 20 points and He's always kind of the he's kind of the heart and soul of the team, keeping everybody uh, ready to go on the defensive end and as far as facilitating as well. So we're going to see how what kind of start they get off to. Let's talk to uh, Charlie Cochran, and he said that uh, they've been doing a little different things in the warmups and, and to try and get them ready, get them a little bit more loose. So we're going to see how they start because that is always kind of the the point of emphasis uh, for ETBU uh, this season. You bring up the fact that you talked about Landon Brown and Chris Haynes, two guys that have been through this process. They've been through the years, especially when it was under head coach Brandon Curran. But two guys that really stepped up last night was the fact it was Charlie Cochran and Aaron Gregg as well. Now, Cochran, of course, finished with 
uh, 17 points in the game. But Aaron Gregg, 22 points, a season high against McMurray, including a run of eight straight points. That really was the key difference in the game as well. Now, there was a point where Gregg was on the ground, a thought for a little concern about a possible injury, but he was able to overcome that, get back on the court, and next thing you know, he's knocking down clutch free throws that ultimately proved to be the deciding factor. But I, I really have to say, in that game against McMurray, you know, the Tigers, it was never really sort of a game that, it, it was a good game, but it just felt like the both teams were just kind of struggling, trying to find some good looks as well. The Tigers did have a four-point lead and then eventually a five-point lead, but it felt like even with all that, McMurray seemed to have a little momentum on their side, but the Tigers were just never out of it. And you always knew that in a situation that the Tigers were in, they were going to figure out a way. This was the first time that ETB was in a clutch situation that they came out on the right note. Yeah, they did. And that kind of breeds a lot of confidence. I know head coach Chris Lovell was talking about the fact that when his team is in these situations, he really trusts his guys. I mean, even though as a head coach – it gives you a lot of headache and you, you you almost have a heart attack over on the sidelines trying to figure out how we're going to come away with this game. But just looking at what they were able to do, we talked about one of the keys was that how are they going to generate easy points? Well, they don't get any easier than coming from the free throw line. Like we said, 36 attempts, 28 makes. That'll get you a, a, a win on most nights. Aaron Gregg went to the line 14 times, was 11 out of 14. Like you said, in crunch time, he was responsible for eight straight points getting into the paint. I think that's going to be key for them going forward. And if they don't have Haynes getting contributions from Kevin Charles, he was great last night, 13 points, eight rebounds, 17 and seven from Charlie Cochran. They are going to be well on their way to uh, their seventh victory and their second in ASC play. Absolutely. Of course, ETBU will definitely have more games to come later on in this conference situation. Now, of course, you know, Kevin Charles had a big start against ETBU and he played decently well. Had some moments where he was kind of getting used to it because he wasn't a guy that was accustomed to playing a lot of big minutes. But obviously with Haynes being out, you know, Kevin obviously had to step up and he did a pretty good job of holding his own, even though there were times where you had to sort of bring in other guys. But Guys that were stepping off the bench, Jay Williams, of course, he had a big start in the game as well. Jaden Connor came off to help out as well. I mean, this is a Tigers team that obviously they can depend on pretty much anyone to come off the bench and they can contribute as well. And I think that is the ultimate key factor. Yes, you have your talented players. Yes, you have your stars, but you ultimately need depth. And this is a Tigers team that I don't, I'm not sure if they get enough credit for having the depth that they do, even though the record might say six and three. This is a team that if they put it together, that depth's going to be a big factor. Yeah. And that is something that you definitely need going into the heart of ASC play. I mean, you are going to have nights where uh, sometimes due to COVID situations, some players uh, won't be able to go that day. Uh, you'll have some nights where players just, the rest from injuries. It's a long season. So having depth is key. And I got a chance to sit down, talk to head coach uh, Chris Lovell about that situation, uh, as well as players Charlie Cochran uh, and Aaron Gregg. This is what they had to say about it. Game, it helped us realizing that we lost the UMHB, that we needed to get a win. It was first conference game. So we were just like, we got to come out and no matter what it takes, we got to get a win. So we just came out there and it was a dogfight and we got it done. And really and truly, I'm just here for my teammates. Whatever they need me to do, I'm willing to do, whether it's diving on the floor, whether it's going to get a basket. And 
it was really just the trust they had in me to give me the mentality, okay, I got to help my teammates. And that's what they called for, so that's what I did. I mean, we, we've had great confidence in ourselves and in our team. I think we're incredibly deep. You know, we played without Chris Haynes, who's one of our leading scorers tonight. And, you know, that was an adjustment for all of us as well. We haven't played without him all year. And so to overcome that, learn how to play without him, who's such an important piece of the puzzle for us, was a big accomplishment. And, you know, I think it gives us great confidence going into Saturday. You know, we don't, we don't feel like we played very well the last time we played Harden Simmons, but they're a senior led team. They're real together and it's going to take a great effort, but so is every conference game. But we feel great and we're ready for the challenge. And so coming in, this is a big one, big game. But once again, we're back at home at Arnella. So I'm excited and I always like our chances, especially when we come out. We've got a, a, a pretty good crowd, and it's it's going to be a fun one, especially since last time they came against Harden-Simmons kind of came up on the short end. So I know that our guys are going to be motivated, and defensively, they're going to lock in. Going to be a great crowd for ETBU as well, as Harden-Simmons had a great crowd down up in Abilene as well. So, Mark, uh, any thoughts for what do you think are the keys for this game, obviously, because we know that – Harden Simmons has their great players in the guards and Stephen Quinn as well. But I think their post play is going to be a big factor, especially with Chris Haynes, whether he can go or not. But if it's not, then it's going to be, have to be Kevin Charles or Charlie Cochran stepping up in the post game as well. So your thoughts on what you think have to be for the keys to get a win today? Well, size, 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 because ETBU is uh, one of the bigger teams uh, in the conference this year due to who they recruited. So, the Kevin Charles's, uh, Charlie Cochran, those type of guys, they're going to have to play uh, probably bigger than normal because now they're going up against a Harden Simmons that also has great size. Generating easy points, getting out in transition, and getting some layups early to kind of free things up. And the three-point shooting, they got to figure out a way to get at least 35% or so. I know they've been kind of up and down lately here, but that's going to be a big key as well. And then finally, the battle of the bench. Who's going to come in and be that X factor? That's going to lead ETBU to victory if they can implement these keys. All right, folks, you have you heard it from us. This has been Mark T. Robinson and Kenneth the K-Rock Klein. Of course, I'll be on the air uh, broadcasting the game. That's going to conclude our pregame show, courtesy of our sponsors at Marshall Hometown Tire. So, folks, stay tuned, sit back, relax, and enjoy the contest. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.